0: Hello, welcome to MagnaWave Office Hours. I'm Pat Ziemer, CEO of MagnaWave. We come to you every Tuesday at noon. To answer your questions, whatever they may be about MagnaWave, PEMF, training, machines, uh, whatever those questions may be, we're here to answer those questions. So we're glad you're with us. Uh, We ask that you share this if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, share this with your friends. So if they'd like to join us, they can do that as well and uh, enjoy and maybe perhaps get their questions answered if they have questions. So please share this with your friends. If you'd like to talk with me, uh, send a text to five. Two five nine 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 seven two two, and then I will phone you back. So send me the text with your name, and I'll get your number. I will be able to call you back, and then we can talk and and. Uh, answer any questions that you may have. I like to do it that way because we quite often get deeper into the context of the question that you're asking. If you ask a question in the chat box and I answer it, then that's great. But sometimes I can go deeper if we're interacting and talking back and forth. So if you'd like to visit with me, 502-599-9722, and I will then phone you back and we can have a conversation accordingly which we're uh, excited about and look forward to, uh, to doing that. Just want to cover a couple of things here quickly. The uh, the practitioner portal is back up and running. You will need to change your password. So just go into the portal, click forgot password. It'll send you a link. You can reset your password and go forward. If for some reason you're having some trouble after doing that, just send us an email to support at MagnaWavePEMF.com, And Teresa will get right back to you and help you get set up. Uh, with what you're needing to do to get logged into the portal. So once again, the portal is up and running. So we're pretty excited about that. Also, as you know, we have a new device It's called the Spiro Go, and uh, it's a lower powered, uh, more like the Semi-3 device that uh, we now have available. It's a total digital machine uh, from MagnaWave called the Spiro Go. And uh, this month it includes, if someone purchases, it includes the large loop, butterfly loop, and the Mag Energy Mat as part of the bundle and the package. So uh, jump in there and have a look at the Spiro Go. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to, to answer them. Uh, received a question the other day: Do any insurance cover companies cover PEMF therapy? Well, if a doctor, uh, some doctor, some states uh, to a doctor, a chiropractor, or a medical doctor will pay some uh Uh, insurance funds uh, to the doctors. Uh, For many states though it's not covered. Uh, For practitioners if you're not a doctor then typically it is not covered. Now in the equine space on occasion people have their horses insured and the insurance companies are familiar with MagnaWave and so if your owner checks with their insurance company and it's a serious enough Situation that they feel that this will be beneficial, then some equine insurance companies have on occasion covered the insurance. But as a rule, uh, today PEMF therapy via practitioners and even some doctors uh, is not covered by insurance. Part of the challenge is that they have to, uh, each insurance company decides what what modalities, what therapies they're going to approve. And because PEMF has been outside of the uh, world of medicine for so long, as it was moved away from uh, the practice of medicine by the AMA about hundred years ago or so, um, it is very difficult to get insurance companies to cover it. Now that is changing. As more and more devices become approved, uh, through the FDA uh, insurance companies are having a look at it and understanding and some are coming around to cover it again uh, for doctors in those types of situations but as a non not as a non-doctor practitioner then it is very difficult to have uh, the services covered many chiropractors around the country today operate on a cash basis normally and so they don't even worry about the uh, the insurance it's it's all cash basis because it's just What they pay sometimes on the insurance isn't worth uh, taking care of and handling the insurance as part of the situation. Okay, let's see if anybody's texted in. No text coming in at this point. So if you'd like to talk to me, 502-599-9722. Uh, we are on Castbox. Hazels with us on Castbox and we're glad you're with us on uh, StreamYard and we got uh, several people listening and watching, so we're uh, glad about that as as we proceed. Again, if you have any questions, just put them in the chat box and we'd be happy to uh, have a look at them. Let's see here. Let me have a look uh, Hazels on from uh, from uh, michigan tracy walker bush is with us becky's with us k Kay- katie's with us this morning uh, mary lotter is with us jamie Bo, thank you for being with us uh mary's with us good morning dolores katherine's with us sue's with us hello and idle hour is with us as well from chicago so a lot of folks are here and we appreciate that if you have any questions uh put them in the chat box. Let's see. Can the LZR be used over skin applications of serums and essential oils? Uh, The answer is yes. Uh, You can use the LZR over uh, topical applications that you're that you're applying. Um, and you can, that, that's fine. There's no reason that you would not want to do that. Now, if you're using something that is light sensitive or something that whatever, you might want to uh, check with the, um, if it says anything on the labels or anything like that. But typically the LZR can be used over topical applications. What you quite often do is allow the application to get on, begin to absorb, then put the light on or just above it. You may not want it If you're using a topical, you may not want to put the light right on it, uh, you know, touching because of the topical, but uh, it will help the infusion just as the MagnaWave will help the absorption of the topical into into the bloodstream or into the body. What you may do in some cases would be perhaps to treat the area with the LZR, apply the topical after you've used the LZR and then treat with the MagnaWave to help get the pulsing to help the infusion into the absorption into the tissue and into the body. So there's several different ways you can approach that. Sometimes with the LZR, what they've done, if they're using it over a wound or if you're applying something, you'll put a piece of cellophane, uh, not cellophane, but a piece of uh, um, clear plastic over the machine, um, like a... um, Uh, what am i trying to think of here the plastic wrap over over the machine or over the wound and then place it right on the wound so you're not touching the wound itself uh with the light uh so it doesn't you know keep it clean and and so forth so that those are some applications that you can use but to use it in conjunction with topicals and the MagnaWave uh should be okay and something that you you can do um okay then not let's see what do we got here going on from california piper's with us from california from houston felicia's with us in houston cameron's with us this morning um, Then not citrus essential oils they cause photosensitivity and there you go that's what i was talking about so if you're using some types of oils you might want to look at the the manufacturer of the oil who it comes from and talk about uh, photosensitivity uh, with light being used, and you can get some direction in that in that manner from the from the manufacturer of the particular oils or whatever you're using as a topical. Thank you, uh, Dawn, for sharing that with us. If you have another question, simply put it in the chat chat box. I'd be happy to answer it and discuss it with you. Send me a text five zero two five nine 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 seven two two, and I would be happy to uh, visit with you and discuss whatever it is that you would like to talk about. Okay, uh, certainly MagnaCon's coming up. Our plan at this point is MagnaCon to be live uh, next year, live in-person event, just as it's been, except for this year. Uh, tickets are on sale. There's a $100 discount if you buy before the first of the year. So if you're thinking about coming to MagnaCon, and you want to save a little money on your tickets, uh, purchase before the end of the year, and I believe there's a $100 savings there uh, for you to join us for MagnaCon. I know we've done a lot of work Elaine and the crew of uh, lining up new speakers, additional speakers, uh, a lot of different in-depth type of stuff going on. So uh, uh, in terms of the animal world, we're going to have when you talk about live animal and hands on training, we're going to have horses, certainly small animals and even some bovine is the plan at this point. uh, large animals, bovine, to to demonstrate t- treatment methods and how to do and what to do. So uh, I see that they put a link up for purchasing tickets to MagnaCon, so you can have a look at that and uh, join us at MagnaCon this year. We're looking forward to having a great time, and we're certainly hoping that things will be able to go live and be in person for MagnaCon. Again, any questions? Uh, drop them in the chat box. I'd be happy to uh, give an answer and have a look. Let me jump over here and see if there's anything else. I had a client that, that was treating people with and have had some pre-existing injuries uh, and different fractures. and the, the comment was, after they treated, um, they were a little more painful the day, the day after. What I can say is what you really need to uh, be careful of, and people do it so easily, is they talked about treating for 10 to 20 minutes, and and people were felt some pain the next day. Your best thing to do is if you're treating someone for the first time, treat them for six to eight minutes, uh, and treat them on a very moderate to low setting so they can become begin to understand what's going on and feel it a little bit and then feel some result. If you overstimulate, if you turn it up a little higher, and, and, and I'll tell you what I always do, I'll ask someone, how's that feel? And they'll say, oh, fine, I can take more. If they say, I can take more, tells me that they're on the edge of comfort. And, but they're thinking they can take a little more. If they're there, you don't want, want to go there. If you're talking about injuries that are in the hands or the elbow or the knees or the feet, we all know that you can apply a lot more energy to those areas before it's felt or a lot more energy more comfortably uh, administered at that point in time. That does not mean that that person has to have a huge amount of energy to make those areas um, feel better and to relieve some pain. And so what I always recommend is to start lower first and let them become used to it. Let them experience it and then go a little higher as they become uh, more understanding and they know what, what to expect and what's going to happen. It is certainly possible. And I've told this story many times about the gentleman who that I treated that had broken his back uh, four or five times and had a very high threshold for pain. Didn't tell me that when I treated him, it was uh, when I was first getting started. So I treated him on his back and he said, I'm not really feeling anything. So I moved it higher. And, and he said, well, I'm still not really feeling anything. I'm feeling some movement in my in my gut and so forth. And so we treated him a little higher. Next day he came back very and, and not very pleased. The following day, it's like a deep tissue massage. He felt much better, but you can't, you don't want to treat someone at a, at a level thinking, I got to get a lot of energy in there because I've got to have it work for them. And then all of a sudden it was a little much. And the next day they're sorer than they were the day that you administered the tri- treatment initially. So I always maintain, start at a very comfortable setting. And and again, is that all right? And they'll say, yeah, I can do more. Don't do more, do less. And it's just a good way of, of administering and a good way of starting. Once they get going and they understand what's going on and you can apply a little more energy, then you're good. They can get receive more energy and they'll understand what it's going to do. So uh, you don't want that to happen. I think I can tell you in my years of, of working that that's only happened a few times. every time you treat somebody for the first time and you turn it up a little bit there and you're treating their knee, they're not gonna have a Herxheimer reaction or detoxifying reaction. If you treat someone for 30 minutes and you're treating them on a pretty aggressive setting, then yes, you you can cause those things to come on, to come to surface a little more rapidly. But I can tell you that in my years of treating initially, maybe once or just a few times have I had someone that felt worse following the treatment than they did prior to the treatment. And so just... Error on the side of comfort. Uh, You can say caution, but error on the side of comfort for your first couple of treatments. Maybe you don't need to go as long and and perhaps your your setting is not as high. Let them get used to it. Let them have it. You're better off to have somebody that does it. Well, I really didn't feel much. I felt a little looser and then do it again. Then somebody say, boy, I was really not feeling, you know, it hurt a little bit because they receive too much energy, then they don't want to do it again. And uh, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for people to be comfort and comfortable and for people to get the uh, results uh, that they're looking for with these treatments are, is always a good way to to approach it. If you'd like to discuss that or if you have questions about that, simply uh, come on board, send me a question, send me a text 502-599-9722, and I'd be happy to get right back to you the the does the pemf ticks accelerate the dissolu- dissolution of botox or dysport um, we've not experienced that it that it gets rid of Botox that's been injected into a particular area. You might do well to let the Botox that's been injected or people, whatever they're doing, let it get settled a little bit. And then quite often there's a bruising situation. And what we're gonna be able to do is to help the bruising with the improved blood flow and those types of things. So you always want to understand the context uh, of what's going on. We do that a lot with, with medications in animals. Let the medication be administered via, whether it's through an uh, injection or, or orally or topically, let it get in, let it do its job a little bit, and then come back and enhance what's happening. In in the situation with wounds, we all know on animals and horses that it will help the speed of the wound healing, And uh, but we want to make sure that bleeding is not in place when you go do that and, and so forth. So to To approach it from that perspective. So if you have a bruising situation, whatever the cause, whether it's from some form of an injection or something that's going on, this will help uh, get rid of the of the bruising and allow things to uh, allow the body to be set up to heal more rapidly. All we're doing is improving the blood flow and the oxygenation so the body feels better and can better do its job. So uh, typically in those types of situations with those types of injections, certainly talk with the doc and wait for things to happen. But we certainly recommend let things stabilize and do what they're supposed to do and then go in and, and try to take care of some pain relief or um, bruising or whatever may be there. Okay. Uh, interested in a protocol to magna wave an eight pound dog with bladder stones. The x-ray showed multiple small ones and a couple larger ones in the male 13 year old uh, Morky. Any also any practitioners that are watching or reading this i'm up for your suggestions as well of course there are practitioners that are watching and may be able to uh, put some information in there stones are an interesting thing certainly if the stone we're not going to break up the stone so if if the doctor feels that the stone can pass and uh, without surgery or without laser intervention to break it up or something like that then then certainly mild uh, treatments Pulsing the area can potentially help them move, and uh, and if the veterinarian's in agreement with what you're doing, uh, help them move away and and out of the system. Uh, you don't certainly want to cause discomfort if you got a stone that's too big to to move on its own and and by your pulsing it, it's putting it in a position to where it's causing pain because it can't be passed uh, or get out type of thing so you, those are questions that you need to talk about with your veterinarian and get their direction on how to to do it but certainly to treat over the area and uh, mildly and get some movement in there to enhance what's going on if the veterinarian's in, in the place with you that certainly is not an issue and can be, has been seen to be beneficial uh, at the direction of of the doc uh, that you're dealing with. Again, size uh, is the thing that you need to question and make sure that you don't do anything to cause discomfort uh, in the animal. Um, Is it common for a horse to have sweat spots after treatment? I'm treating one, treating her on one or two using the semi-five Well, a horse can. I mean, every animal is different and you're stimulating and putting energy into the body and you're causing things to happen. You know, there are are animals that we try to treat to get them to sweat, horses that won't sweat following a particular protocol of the esophagus and the lungs and treating the body uh, to try to get them to come around to resume sweating. So it's not uh, abnormal in some cases for a, an animal to have sweat spots. Uh, it's not an issue. That's simply that's simply showing you that there's some kind of stress in that area and you're loosening up or you're, t- you're working with it and it's allowing the animal to sweat in that area. Uh, would it be something that uh, you might want to discuss with the vet? We treat and we get get these sweat spots they may be able to put their their knowledge to play and to help discuss that and show what to do in those types of situations. But again, every animal is different. So you treat a horse today and this does this, you treat the similar horse tomorrow and you get something different and how they react and what's going on. So each animal is different. And so you're going to see that the difference uh, in each situation. Um, Amy from Ocala. Hello. And uh, Rian has a question. How long is hydrowave good when mixed with drinking water? I'm, during, I'm thinking of adding it to a large water dispenser, kind of like a deep rock dispenser in an office space and wondering if it will last a couple of weeks. Once it's in the, the water uh, in, in, the, in its form of oxygen and the silver molecule and you mix it with the water, it's it's not going to deteriorate from that from that situation so to put it in something <clears throat> conceivably it can last a good while the shelf life of hydrowave is very long years and so to uh, to put it in the water is certainly viable to i would probably say you'd want to do it a little little more uh, closer to to when they're drinking and when they need it do it in that fashion to put it in and just let it sit is fine but you do have a degradation of water that occurs over time with dirt and sediment and so on and so forth but to the thought the theory is to put it in your you put it in your dog's drinking water in the morning and leave it in there I mean you, you have to leave it in there it's in the water you don't have to pour it out and let the dog consume the water over the day you could do the same thing with a horse to try to get that in into the body to do its work, its, uh, do what it does to help with with uh, bacterial uh, killing, bacteria, bad bacterial, uh, and so forth. Uh, so that's some a way to take a look at that. All right, let's see. Um, in a brittle water dispenser, that would be fine. Thoughts on using MagnaWave following flu pneumonia injections? Does it help alleviate the side effects? Well. In in any t- situation where there's discomfort and and you want to have some relief uh, to to the breathing, uh, some people with uh, breathing situations uh, put the magnavave on their chest uh, or on the chest of the animal to help good blood flow, good oxygenation in the lungs, which can help the situation and help boost the immune system. And so there's there's no reason not to think that you couldn't uh, use a device uh, on the back of an animal or on the back and get some good hydrate, some good movement in the lungs to have better blood flow, better oxygenation in the lungs going forward to help those types of situations. Um, it can d- help eliminate the side effects of some different uh, things that you're taking uh, or people are doing. Um, so there you have it. Based on what you were trying uh, earlier was saying earlier, is it six to eight minutes for the first time user on a low setting in general, or first time users who have pre-existing conditions? Got a couple of calls coming in. Well, y- you just want to make sure that, that the, that the client is comfortable. And, and that, so that would be a good way of going across the board. Uh, like I've said, when people first starting use, you start using the machine, my recommendation is put it on a very moderate setting and begin using it and then over time you will learn how to turn it up a little bit you'll see the m- muscle movement as you move across the animal or the back of a horse and then you can get accustomed to it but to go in and go after it f- very robust first time out is not necessarily the way to do it on a continual ongoing basis um, and and particularly if someone's got a pre-existing condition you don't under you don't know anatomically what's going on there and so you need to walk softly, we always talk about, uh, for example, where you have implants and, and rods and screws and so forth. And, and the recommendation is to treat, make sure comfort is there, uh, treat for a couple of minutes on a very moderate setting, make sure they're comfortable, they're not feeling any issues, then begin to treat and, and progress along in that fashion. And that's, that's just a good way of approaching the situations. So, okay, let's have a look here and see uh, the message. Uh, Michelle is calling. Uh, I'm asking for Stan, who is driving. Can Okay. Can you compare the Semi-5 to the Spiro Go? Um, okay. that was a, They posed that as a question. They're driving, so I don't want to uh, uh, get, them con- get them confused as, as they're driving and going along. Can you compare the Semi-5 to the new Spiro Go? Very close. Uh, the Semi-5 uh, is probably uh, 10% stronger than the uh, Spiro Go. Uh, they're very similar in their um, in their Gauss delivery and the strength of the devices. It's difficult to get things to match up perfectly as you're trying to as these companies are are, de- are perfecting and dealing with their devices. Um, but as you a, as you use it, um, they're very similar in their in their overall power setting and how they are controlled. Um, and it's just, it would be a preference uh, kind of thing. Certainly, the nice thing about the uh, Spiro Go is that it has a 90-minute timer. So you could uh, put it on a mat, put it on your bed, uh, go to sleep with it over your shoulders. And then when it quits, you just and later in the evening, just move the mat and you're out of the way and you're sleeping comfortably. And, and so you could do that very effectively with a 90-minute treatment. The semi-five Uh, does not have that uh, capability of having the long times. Uh, It does have a new 20 minute timer, which is very beneficial that you can do a very similar type of thing, but it does not run for 90 minutes. But again, the two devices are very similar, just different manufacturers, uh, producing the similar type of device, so I hope that was I hope hope that was helpful, Stan. And uh, if you have further questions, uh, send me another text, or if you need if you'd like to discuss it, send me another text, and uh, we I will call you. I just don't want to bother you if you're driving, and uh, I will uh, call if you'd like me to do that. If you want to discuss it further, all right. Let's see. Um, Aaron's answering questions. Another question, I was treating a four and a half year old mare that had EPM at two and a half years old and stunted her growth. I'm wondering if with loosening her up, MagnaWave in her areas of stress might reactivate her growing and growth spurt again. Four and a half, uh, anyone with this kind of experience would really be grateful to hear the input, and I would too. I find it uh, pretty interesting after, you know, four, two and a half to four and a half, two and a half to four and a half years. Um, that's a big amount of time. And horses are very well for fully grown uh, in, or nearly fully grown in that span of time. So once things are acclimated, I can't say that it maybe wouldn't do it. Uh, I'm just saying that it's certainly something to uh, contemplate and look at, but look at. But I think that things are in place for a good while at that point, and that's pretty. That's phenomena just happened and it occurred, and that's the size uh, that the animal became. But that's not to say that you couldn't experience something different than that uh, as you go forward. Um, and, and Aaron's again, Aaron's answering in more detail some of the questions that were uh, that are being posed and people are talking about 502-599-9722. If you'd like to talk with me, uh, send a question. Um, let's see. She's in Oldenburg. That line still grow till six years. And if that's being the case, if, they, if, they, if it's normal for them to grow uh, f- to the reach their maximum growth in six years and we're at four and a half and the problem occurred at two, two and a half, if they're still capable of growing, treat them. I would do everything I can to get good blood flow, good oxygenation, good good nutrition, good use of proteins that are in the body, and let the body do what it needs to do to give that energy and that health uh, to the animal. And you may very well experience the uh, growth patterns that you might be looking for. Very interesting. Uh, do it and tell us what's going on. Uh, let's send us a testimonial and let us know how it goes. Okay, um, here's a question. All right, let me get a... get. Leslie, on here. One ring-a-ding, two ring-a-ding. Hello. Hello, Pat Zemer here. Hi. Um, have a question about old star tissue. Okay. Um, I had my knee replaced. Um. In a couple of weeks, it'll be nine years. Okay. And I made a ton of scar tissue. They had to go back in a couple months later and do a manipulation under anesthesia and then um, arthroscopically cauterized scar tissue. And I have limited range of motion in that knee. I can bend on a good day, mm-hmm. 90 degrees or just over 90 degrees. Um, and I do MagnaWave because I, I have a semi-three. Uh-huh. I get... Um, when the weather changes, I've got a barometer in my knee now, so I get pain and stuff. Right, <clears throat> and the magnawaving helps with that. Well, um, can it help get rid of that, you know, scar tissue that's like nine years old? It's 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 not going to get rid of the scar tissue that's there. However, it can soften the scar tissue that's there. That's there. So you can okay. you can maybe improve the 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 uh, elasticity of the tissue that can improve your range of motion you can you can keep it unin you know just in a, in a sense that maybe the barometer is not as strong uh, as it is if you're doing it continually I presume when the weather changes you treat your knee because it's telling you to treat it uh but what you can do is to treat it very regularly and to which will aid i've had i've had racehorsers that uh, I received a call from a from a uh a trainer in Florida uh racehorse and uh, let me let me get rid of that. And uh, had a, had scar tissue built up on the ankle of the horse, and it was it was impeding the movement of the ankle. And so we began treating it uh, two two times a day, ten to fifteen minutes each treatment, moderate setting. And quickly they learned that it made the, the scar tissue more pliable. the The range of motion returned, and the animal was was able to go forward. And but it did not. It did not dissolve or get rid of the tissue that was there so after that after that length of time the nine years it's a little difficult to do that if you would used it at the beginning you can keep the scar tissue from developing from building up which is why there's a lot of use with this after injuries and after surgeries and and so forth uh, so I would I would search for uh, having it give you a better range of motion but you're, if you've got it, it's going to be difficult to get rid of the tissue Okay. Yeah. I wish I'd had it at the time. Right. The recovery was extremely difficult. Oh, that's a Lots shame. Inflammation and swelling. Right. So would you recommend like daily? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, or, you know, a couple times if you wanted to, but I, uh, you know, when you're finished for the day and it's evening and you're watching TV or reading or whatever you may be doing, put it on your knee and just treat it. And you could, you could put it on a setting and treat it for 30, 40 minutes you're, you're okay. you, the more you treat your it's like a vitamin if you don't need it it's just going to pass through but in this kind of case where it's chronic and you want to try to make it supple you can you can do it longer and more often okay yeah sometimes i do just keep hitting the right timer again right. and again yes yes okay all right well, thank you very much you're welcome thanks for calling perfect bye-bye Good question uh, with regard to scar tissue. And, and that's kind of the things that we, we, we like to talk about. The sooner, you, you, if you have an injury, if your animal or your horse has an injury, the sooner you can get after it, the, the more you can limit the inflammation, kind of keep things in check and allow that animal to better heal itself, animal or your client, to better heal uh, themselves. And, and that's what it's pretty much all about. Uh, let's see. I magnaway the older dogs I see weekly for thirty minutes. They all love it and have great results. Is thirty minutes too long? No. Uh, I'm presuming that you're that you're treating different areas of the animal. If it's if it's a dog and you're treating their hips and you're doing it for thirty minutes, you don't have to go that long. That's what I was just discussing a moment ago. Um, it, you know, I used to true, do full horses upper body in twenty to thirty minutes. And that's really all that's, that's necessary. That doesn't mean that you may treat the upper body for 20 or 30 minutes and then treat both feet for five or 10 minutes each. And now you're at 40 minutes for the overall session. So, uh, and and I've said this millions of times, it's easier to give time than it is to take time away. And so certainly the animals that you're treating, the dogs you're treating will allow you. And again, if you're treating front back and feet or, hocks or whatever it may be your legs you may find yourself in a situation that your treat that your treatments run 30 minutes to 40 minutes but as a rule 15 20 minutes should be ample uh to do what you what you want to do and then if you feel that they need more or you want to give them some more certainly uh do that and make things uh better uh for the animals great question um Let's see. Okay. So Aaron's, again, Aaron's on there bringing more detail to the to the crew and uh, making things easier to understand. Let's see if there's any more. If you'd like to talk with me, 502-599-97. 502-599-97. Oh, my God. Now I've forgotten the number. <laughs> Absolutely. 502-599-9722. <laughs> Oh, Chris, here we go. 502-599-9722. If you'd like to uh, visit with me, uh, send me a text and I will give you a call right back. Let's see if we've had any other questions over here to address. Got a lot of people with us today on CastBox. We always appreciate that. Um I'm doing the full body. Yeah, that's perfect is uh, when you're when you're treating treating the animals. Uh, again, uh, as you know, the spiral go is available and this month uh, it was, comes with the large loop butterfly loop and the mag energy mat included. If you have any questions on that, simply put them in the chat box or give me a shout and I'd be happy to answer them. Uh, let's see what are, what else might there be. Let me have a look over here and see if I got any other questions. I, need, I have a good guy, I have a I need a good MagnaWave guideline for canine asthma and a good veterinarian recommendation who they may consult. Well, certainly uh, asthma situation, difficulty breathing, so treating the the neck, uh, esophagus, lungs to make sure that there's good flow, good oxygenation in the lungs can be very beneficial for those types of indications. Certainly, uh, you're talking with your veterinarian, uh, tell them what you're doing. Uh, Dr. Sandra Snell is is very good, we have a lot veterinarians who follow in the practitioner portal. So when you ask this, there are people that can come to you and approach that. I'd recommend you going to the uh, MagnaWave International PEMF uh, education and research page in Facebook, and you can search for asthma and see what type of results folks have had as they have treated those types of indications. But, but certainly the thought of the medication enhancing or helping the medication be better absorbed or better utilized by the body, that's things that we want to hopefully accomplish when using MagnaWave and and doing it in that fashion. So um, I would certainly, again, consult the veterinarian, uh, Dr. Marty, if you send an email, well, of course you've got it here, but if you would send an email to support, Aaron can forward that on to Dr. Marty, and he can have a look at it and give us his conversation or his input on uh, that type of situation. So we've got a a bunch of veterinarians in the the crew, and uh, they can all approach that and give us some answers. Uh, But again, just the situation of going in and working with the lungs and the blood flow certainly should be beneficial to uh, care in those types of situations. Um, Let's see here. Um, uh, Again, we're back. Jill asked a question, had a client that expressed that her neck was sore after her treatment? Sometimes something happens is you treat somebody, you treat an animal, and I used to have this, people would say, my gosh, what'd you do to my horse? Did you drug him or what'd you do? He so he, And I say, fresh? And they say, yeah, well, they feel good. And so sometimes you can treat somebody and then they can go and overextend what they're doing and exacerbate it to return. Uh, comfort is always the key. Comfort when you're treating and let the person know that they need to hydrate themselves adequately. Let them know to relax. They, just because they've been treated and they might feel a little better time of treatment doesn't mean they need to go run around the block or climb a ladder and, and stress themselves and, and re-exacerbate what's going on in their body. So it's always important to kind of explain what you're doing, what's going to happen, and, and how how it can be felt. And again, always err on the side of comfort, uh, at least for the first few treatments, so someone can get it and feel it and, and feel better. That's one of the neat things about the Uh, The semi three and the semi five or the Spiro go is that they're lower power units you can treat a little longer but you don't have to and so people can get them they can feel it and they quite often have a better feeling going in maybe not to the point that they can get with them with the uh, pulse pro or the max or one of the more powerful units but it's a place to start. And that's how how it's best to uh, handle it and go from that position uh, when you're having a look at uh, treating the folks as you go forward. Um, Let's see. Uh, nothing else on there uh, as far as treatments are concerned. So if you have a question, uh, put it up there and I'll answer it. If we don't get a lot more questions, then I, I just don't want to sit here and, and uh, babble unless I have something specifically that you would like to know about or discuss. So simply put it in the chat box, send me a text. I'd be happy to uh, call you and discuss and uh, get right to the uh, issue that you want to talk about. 502 599 9722. Uh, and that's a good way to get started. I don't see any other questions uh, coming up. Uh, so again, if you have a question or a comment, please put it in there and I will have a look at it. Let me look here and see if there's anything else. Um, uh, Ackworth, Georgia, who had, a, who had this? Oh, Tina asked a question, who's been using LZR? What are you treating with it? How do you like it? What are the results? Great question. Uh, the results that people are experiencing with the LZR are very positive. Uh, they're using it in concert as a or as a complementary method modality along with the MagnaWave. Uh, I just had cataract surgery. It's been about a month now, and. Um, Everything went great, and I used my MagnaWave immediately after my surgery to speed up the the process. And the, the doctor was very happy with how it turned out. When I went in for my 30-day examination, my right eye has a little inflammation remaining, and so I went back on some drops. And I'm treating it daily, twice a day with the MagnaWave, and then once a day with the LZR UltraBright, right over the eye. Close my eye and put it right on there, and uh, it's it's been uh, it's been bothering me for a week or two but I was out of town, then I came back and went to the doctor uh, last Friday, or, or Monday it was, I'm sorry, and he gave me the, said, get back on your drops and do this. And already today, and I can judge this, I can close my eye and look out of my left eye and it's perfect. I'm seeing twenty twenty in my left eye. When I do my right eye, it's getting better. Uh, yesterday, I couldn't make out any wor- any words from this type of distance, just a feet, foot or so uh, with my right eye. But now I'm beginning to see the edges of the letters much better. So I was seeing twenty twenty five combination, which is not bad. I can live with that. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. But the doc just feels, like he did it showed me the scan they did this uh, imagery thing where he could show me at the retina the inflammation where where it's perfect you you, the the goes the the surface goes along then there's a little dip at the retina and it goes on that's the way it's supposed to be mine has no dip it on the on the right eye it's just it's just obviously got some very uh, inflammation uh deep into the into the area so we're approaching it and i'm using the MagnaWave in concert with the lzr to treat uh my eyes after the cataract. So it worked out. It's been working out pretty well. I've been very happy with it um, thus far, utilizing in that fashion. It's been fun with the doctor because when I went back after my first eye, after the right eye was my first one, and I went back in uh, the next day, and I was seeing 20, 30, and he was kind of, wow, that's pretty good. You're doing great. But uh, then I went back a week later, and he said, you don't need to come back to see me for for 30 days i don't want to see you next week i want you to come back in 30 days went back in 30 days it was still good but then i did something or something happened um can you come let's see that's another that's another call let's see we do have somebody calling in so we'll do that um what was the special you mentioned this month, uh, with attachment map? I missed it. Ty asked the question. Good. Ty, uh, certainly the SpiroGo this month, uh, comes with the large loop, the butterfly loop, and the mag energy mat as part of the bundle, uh, that's available. So that's, uh, through this with the SpiroGo for the remainder of November. Can you believe it's November and, uh, election day, actually? <laughs> this is interesting. But, um, so, uh, that's where we are with what's available with the Spear Will Go uh, this month. And certainly uh, we want you to enjoy that and have it. Let's see if there's any other questions. How long, let's see, using LZR, how long should you use it That want, that once on an area? Okay, the LZR is designed, it operates for a minute. So when you turn it on, it runs for a minute. In most cases, for a person or a small animal, if you separated the hair, um, you'd put it on the area for a minute, that's ample. And you could wait maybe, and then do it another minute and a couple of minutes, but certainly that's the extent of what you need. It's it's a very positive, uh, very powerful uh, amount of light uh, that's being administered. And so more than a minute is not necessary normally and uh, the way one of the ways that that we use it and it's been used is for anxiety perhaps for depression is we'll put the light on the forehead the the uh, for 30 seconds and then we and it'll run for a minute so you know you're doing 30 seconds and then come back and put it on each ear for 15 seconds could you do 30 30 and 30 yes do you need to do a minute 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 no uh so it's very very powerful and very quick in that type situation. So, and that's what's kind of difficult for people to wrap their head around. I mean, when I put my MagnaWave on my eye, I put it on for 10 minutes on a very moderate setting. I'm, I'm using the SpiroGo. I've got it over here on the table that I've been using for months and testing and so forth. So I'll treat it at, at the five or six setting for 10 minutes, and then I'll come back and put the light on for one minute. Now, if you're treating a, a massive animal and you're doing its knee or something like that or its back or whatever, you, you can do it a little longer. I mean, if, if I was doing a professional football player with the LZR in, a, in association with the MagnaWave, we might do it two or three minutes on that particular person or, or whatever. Gotta keep in mind it's heat and it's light. So if, if the person that you're treating or if there's any tattooing or dark skin, you, it, it's gonna be absor- more absorptive of the, of the heat and the, and the light. So you need to keep that in mind not to cause uh, uncomfort because of the heat that's generated uh, with the LZR. So that's how you always want to uh, approach that in terms of time, but it's designed to run a minute and a minute is fine. And uh, if you want to come back and do wait a minute or two and then do a second minute, uh, that type of thing. If you're using the LZR and you're using it for inch reduction, um, what you might do is put it on for a minute and then move it for a minute to the next section, move it to the next section, move it to the next section. So you might take. 10 minutes or five minutes to move across your body where you want to work on the, the, the inches by shrinking the, the fat cells. Then you want to put the wave on it to help those fat cells be moved in the lymphatic system and to take away inches and to potentially aid with weight loss. So there's another way to do it. But each one of those movements is only a minute. And so that's how you want to understand that and process it. And that's why it only runs for a minute. So let's see. We had a call. Let's have a look at that. Um, Okay. Let me bring this up here. Um, Let me pull it up, get them dialed up, voice call. Oh, they're not answering their questions. Um, Chronic inflammation of sinuses, any suggestions? Love your Tuesday sessions, thanks. Uh, well, certainly, there's been a lot of times that I have used my device for sinuses. I, I've had some sinus issues over the years. And I simply take the large loop or the butterfly coil and hold it up and put it at a comfortable setting. I mean, you don't want to be uncomfortable in your mouth if you have uh, fillings or anything like that. And you want You don't want to cause too much stress in, in the cranial area. But if you just hold it, over the sinuses and treat yourself for four or five minutes at a very comfortable, moderate setting. You can feel some running. You can help break up what's going on there and aid it. Um, And we've done this sometimes when you deal with athletes, you might want to take your sinus uh, tablet or whatever you might use for your sinus, let it get in and be get going and then work because it's going to try to do the same thing. And now you're going to enhance or better support uh, what you're doing. Uh, with that type of situation. So certainly uh, MagnaWave can be beneficial for sinuses and and for congestion, head congestion in your animals, and your clients, however you may want to to do that, but certainly uh, can be beneficial for that. Um, Good, that answers that question. Let's see what we have here. How about using it to reduce fat cells? How long in, I, I just went into that, Kathy, uh, one minute on each section as you're working where the area where you want to reduce the uh, fat cells and and then come back and treat with the MagnaWave. What it does is it shrinks up those fat cells to be like a, like a raisin, if you will. They're much smaller and it just gets them and then you can take and use the MagnaWave and move them out of the area into the lymphatic system and the results are, are very beneficial. And there's a lot of comments about that. There's some testimonials to that effect that you might want to have, have a look at. Um, How much do you charge if you're just using one minute or two? Well, you know, that's a great question, and uh, maybe some people in the uh, practitioner page can put that out there, but sometimes people increase their session fee uh, by $10, $15 to have the light, to use the light in conjunction. You might treat two or three areas of the animal. Some may do more. It, it just depends, but it's not unusual. Even someone's using a laser for them to charge $50 or $60 for a session to use a laser because they have to move it around. Well, you can do the same thing if you're treating a hip, for example example, on an animal and you want to move the hair so the light can actually get to the skin as you're doing it and then move it around the area. It can take longer, it can take seven or eight, 10 minutes if you wanted to move it around and treat some of those areas in that fashion. So uh, the fees vary. People, their fees vary from, um, let's see, designed to use for, okay. So Aaron's adding some more information about what I'm discussing with regard to the time uh, for the application. And it, you know, whatever works uh, for what, for your charge, but you can, you know, again, you can uh, easily charge an additional 10 to $15 with your treatment, if not more. And maybe some folks will share in the, uh, on the MagnaWave certified practitioner page as to what they are charging. I know that's been asked a lot uh, and you can go in there and ask that question and people will respond to you uh, with their fees and how they are applying them. Okay, let's see. Any other questions? No other texts for conversation. Uh, certainly want to answer all those questions that we can as we get them and uh, answer your questions here live with you today on the office hours. Let's see. Uh, is C20 safe with other supplements and medications and any contraindications? I think you're talking, uh, Rianne, about the C60. And uh, the C60 uh, is been, I'm not I take it with my daily tablets that I take uh, uh, for uh, my I'm, I'm uh, borderline diabetes, so I take a diabetes uh, pill, uh, take a couple other things. And I take my C60 every day with it. I've had no, no issues at all. Um, as you know, when they first developed or found the C60 and developed, they, they put it through a whole series of tests where they were using it on rats and, and exposing them to huge amounts thinking, well, it's going to kill them. And all it did was make them healthier, no matter how much they gave them. And so we know that you don't need to overdo that. But, um, I, I can't think of any contraindications that I'm aware of um, with the C60. That's never been any of our conversations that I've had with Max. It would be on the bottle. If you take a look at your label, it will tell you uh, if there's any contraindications or anything not to take it with uh, as you're using it as a supplement. But certainly if you're doing supplementation, you want to talk about, visit your doctor. They want to know what you're taking and what it is. And and so quite often they will tell you, well, don't mix these two. or the, maybe that's their preference is to not mix two different things or not take two different things but I have not noticed any particular issues where uh, there are contraindications uh, from the c60 I mean my goodness people are using c60 for hair growth they're using c60 for they're take drinking uh, massive amounts of it for detached retina and seeing very good results uh, in many of those types of, of indications just by boosting the telomeres and in the body which is our, our barometer chip our, our, our uh, ideal of our health and how things are, are going in that area. So great question. Uh, yeah, C60, oops. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Um, So, yes, and Aaron also adds some uh, information about that uh, to the page uh, with regard to the C60. So if you have any other questions, simply put them in the chat box and we'll get to them. Aaron, thank you, by the way, for your participation today and answering these questions. And a lot of folks have joined us today on CastBox, we're glad about that. If you have any questions, put them in your chat box and I'd be happy to take a look at those as well. Let me just take a look here. Nope, nothing there. And uh, so it's always fun to be here and uh, to answer these questions and to spend some time with you on Tuesdays. It's it's fun. It's rewarding. And it's a good, good way for all of us to learn more and to go forward, um, providing better health and wellness for our clients. And that's that's what it's all about. Uh, as we learn more about MagnaWave and uh, what we need to do. Okay. I'm not seeing any other questions pop up at this point. So I'm glad that you were with us today. If you have not voted, go vote. And I'm not going to tell you how to vote, just go vote and uh, and, and take a look and see what, what happens as the, day, as the day moves forward. So I'm Pat Ziemer from MagnaWave. I'm always glad to be here with you. I always enjoy your company and I hope we answer your questions. So wave on to better health. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.